We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Enjoy a tall, cool dude. What is this? What, what are we doing? What in God's name are we doing? What? Our lives. What, what kind of lives are these? We're like children. We're not men. No, we're not. We're not men. It's the nightcap. Are we going to be sitting here when we're 60 like two idiots? We should be having dinner with our sons when we're 60. We're pathetic. You know that? Yeah, like I don't know that I'm pathetic. On WGR Sports Radio 550. So then you asked yourselves, isn't there something more to life? Yes. Yeah, well, let me clue you in on something. There isn't. I'm already annoyed with it getting dark this early. You know, such a beautiful, it was an elite fall day. It's maybe the best fall day we've had yet. And I just, I want more of it. That's the only downfall with fall. Is you only get it for, what, 12 hours? Less than that? I think it's actually a lot less than that. I don't even know. Nate offered to go golfing with me this week, by the way. On his way out, he's like, yeah, hey, you want to go golfing this week? And I'm like, yes, actually. Like, I don't know if we can make the timing work with our schedules, but yes. Autumn golf. Let's make that a thing. You got to get, the tough thing about that, though, is you need, you need at least four consecutive days without any precipitation. And in the month of November in Buffalo, New York, that is going to be very rare. Very rare. Although we're getting that this week, so that's why I'm uh, trying to make that happen, maybe a little bit. I, I kind of want to just yell about the Titans tonight. Jody Biasi here on the nightcap on WGR 8030550 is the phone number. I just kind of want to yell about the Titans. Is that okay? Third show of the day. We've talking mostly Bills, 95% Bills, I would say, in the hours that I've been here today. And... There's been a lot of good talk about the AFC as a whole, including Tennessee. Um, our AFC reverse power rankings not having them number one on with Chopin Bulldog. I am here to bang the drum as loud as it possibly can be banged and tell you that the Titans are not for real. I don't know if there's anything in the league today that I believe in more than the idea that the Bills, despite the fact that they lost to the Titans and despite the fact that they sit behind them in the standings by a game and a half, that the Buffalo Bills are a better football team than the Tennessee Titans. On the heels of one of their worst losses in franchise history, one of the most stunning losses in franchise history, I am here to tell you, do not get sucked in to the recency bias of the Bills-Jaguars game. Do not let it cloud your judgment too much. It is absolutely a point, a turning point, 
to look at the Bills and really see some of the flaws that they have. But there, to me, is an overreaction to that. And I do understand it. I absolutely get it. Fans should be very angry that they lost that game on Sunday. Because it might mean the difference between... It probably will go a long way towards deciding their fate and where they go, assuming they reach the playoffs. And it probably will not be in Orchard Park throughout the entirety of the playoffs. And I bet you we're going to be looking back on that Jaguars game from this past Sunday when we're preparing for a Titans road playoff game, a Ravens road playoff game, and we are going to think, man, if they had only beat Jacksonville, look how much easier our path to the Super Bowl would be. Fans deserve to be angry. Head coach Sean McDermott sounded like he was hiding some anger in there today. He was very direct in his press conference, something that he is not often that way. Talking about the run game, talking about the offensive line. And I think those are really the two glaring issues that came out of Sunday's game against the Jaguars. But again, let's not overreact to what the Bills are in the AFC. Should they look unstoppable? Should they be the undisputed favorite in the AFC? The answer to that question is yes. You were coming into the year second to Kansas City in everybody's minds. You were bringing back largely the same team. You had... Where where did you have any differences? You had a different starting wide receiver, Emmanuel Sanders in for John Brown... What else was different? You were bringing back mostly, almost entirely, the same exact team that you ran through the league with last year. And if I were going to tell you, the Chiefs would be shot. They they are turning the ball over at will. They can't stop anybody on defense. The only games that they're winning are scoring 13 points and beating Jordan Love by six. That's what the Chiefs have become midway through the season. And to not be the undisputed favorite in your conference, that is already a failure by the Bills on the season. But I still think they are the best team. And I still think... They deserve to be the favorite. And the books, the sports books, they would agree. And they agree by a wide margin. So I was looking around at Bet Online earlier. Actually, let me start before that. Fox Sports put out a tweet that Fox Sports Bet, their app, listed the bills as the co-Super Bowl favorites with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at plus 550, even after the loss to the Jags. And even after their number one seed odds went way down with their loss to the Jaguars and the Titans win against the Rams. The likelihood of you going on the road in the playoffs went up big time. Despite that, Fox Sports Bet still had you as the co-Super Bowl favorite. I checked Bet Online and BetQL. The Bills there are second to Tampa. 
The Buccaneers are the favorite at plus 550. There's the Bills right there at plus seven, plus five, plus 575. The next AFC team listed is the Ravens at plus 900. Then you actually get the Chiefs at plus 1100 before you get to the Titans who have the ninth best odds at plus 1200. What are the books telling you? They're telling you that if the Bills and the Titans played tomorrow on a neutral field, scratch that, not even a neutral field. Look at the difference between plus, five, seven, plus 575, no, I can't say that number, and plus 1,200. They're telling you not only would the Bills be favored on a neutral field, they'd probably be favored in Tennessee if they played tomorrow. That, to me is the way I view those two teams. Yes, they're number one in the standings. But let's dig deeper. How good are they really? Because this happened last year. The Pittsburgh Steelers rattled off 11 wins to begin the season. Was it 11? Pretty sure it was 11-0. But everybody knew they weren't that good. Everybody knew, yeah, this is a playoff team, but nobody thought they were... You know, going to they deserve to be an undefeated team at the end of the year. One of the best teams in NFL history. Not even the best team in the conference. Nobody thought the Steelers were legit. But they were winning. They won all their games, right? And that's what the Titans are doing right now. They lost to the Jets, but they got quality wins. Beating the Rams. Wow, look at that. If you really build up their resume... And you just look at what's in the bold print, you probably think, oh, they're the best team in the league. Or if not, they're second to Arizona, who they lost to. They've beaten the Rams at at LA by double digits. Look at that. They won at the Colts. That's a pretty good win. Took overtime, but that's a pretty good win against the Indianapolis Colts. What else? They beat the Chiefs by 24. Good. Chiefs aren't that great, but wow, you destroyed him. You held him to three. You held Patrick Mahomes to three. You beat the Seahawks. You beat the Russell Wilson-led Seahawks in overtime. But at Seattle, nice. That's a good win. There's another win against the Colts by, by two scores. Good. Look deeper, though. Do not, ju- I beg of you, do not just look at the game results with the Tennessee Titans. I think it is way too simplistic and way too narrow-minded to put them number one in the conference. I do, like right now, are they the best team in the conference right now? I don't even think there's a reasonably good argument to say yes. They cannot throw the ball. They cannot run the ball. Their defense is playing great in the last month. Well, even that. That might be giving them too much credit. They played great against the Rams this past Sunday night. They played great against the Chiefs three weeks ago. But that's kind of it. Those are their two best defensive performances on the season. Jeffrey Simmons is a beast. 
He could not be stopped on the Titans' defensive line. The Rams just had no answer for him. Kevin Biard is a ball hawk in the secondary. They've got playmakers on defense, but they are incredibly inconsistent on that side of the football. Because for all the credit they're getting for what they did against the Rams that they deserve, they did allow Carson Wentz to score 31 points on them the week before. They did allow the Bills to basically do whatever they wanted with the Titans' defense in their own place four weeks ago. They stopped the Bills in the red zone, and that's why they won, but the Bills moved the football in that game. You allowed the Jaguars to put up 20. You allowed the Jets to put up 27. The Seahawks to put up 30. The Cardinals to put up 38. Yes, their defense is playing really well in two of the last three games, but on the season as a whole, they have been incredibly inconsistent. But my bigger issue with them isn't even their defense. As inconsistent as it has been this season, what are they in total defense? You're looking at like like 18, 19th? So middle-of-the-pack defense for Tennessee on a larger sample size of nine games. How about the offense? That's where my problem with them lies. I will I refuse to crown the Titans as the best team in the AFC when they have that offense that put up 160 yards of total offense against the Rams on Sunday night. They won and they scored 28, but again, you don't even have to look that much deeper to see they're not that great. You don't have to look that far. They got outgained by 200 against the Rams. Did you watch Adrian Peterson? He he can still cut, but man, he looks slow. Man, he looks slow. That's your replacement for Derrick Henry? How are they going to move the football without Derrick Henry? That's the thing. Anyone that wants to come back at me with the Titans deserve to be number one in any power ranking for the AFC right now. No one has been able to answer me the question how they are going to move the football on offense. Ryan Tannehill, more on his plate? You think that's going to work? When they're averaging 3.4 yards a carry with Adrian Peterson and Jeremy McNichols? I like McNichols as a player, by the way. Just feel like a great name to really emphasize that they don't really have anybody worth uh, worth anything at that position right now. They are not going to be able to run this smash-mouth, run-heavy offense, the run-heaviest offense in the league. They are not going to be able to get away with that anymore. Not without Derrick Henry on the field. And there was more pessimism this week that Henry will not be able to play for them all season, potentially. It was 6-10 to ten weeks, so it's already going to go right to the end of the regular season. Maybe he gets in for the playoffs, but again, this week, Adam Schefter was kind of saying, yeah, I, even that's not that likely. They probably don't have him the rest of the way. So, Adrian Peterson, Jeremy McNichols, Deonta Foreman, he was the one of the three I actually liked the most. He only got five carries on Sunday. He had some juice. But they are not going to be able to run that style of football. We're in neutral game script situations. They are calling run plays more than 60% of the time. The type of numbers in the type of split, pass versus run, that you have that you don't see in the NFL anymore. It is a it is a 70s, 80s, 90s 
style of NFL football that they try to employ on offense. And they have been able to do it because they have a unicorn at running back in Derrick Henry that is the size of most teams' defensive ends. And that is as fast as most teams' cornerbacks. Take him away. What are they on offense? You know what they tried to do on Sunday? They threw the ball a lot more. A 12% jump in neutral pass rate from their first eight games to this past Sunday. A 12% jump in calling pass plays. And they couldn't muster up 200 yards of offense. Tannehill threw for 120. There was no play-action threat. There were no stacked boxes. Suddenly, hmm, funny how when you don't have to commit eight men to the box to stop Derrick Henry, suddenly Ryan Tannehill not as good when instead of three guys in the secondary, now he's got to deal with five or six. And no one other than A.J. Brown was capable of getting open for him. And even Brown did not have a great game. 50 yards, I think. No one can answer me that question. If you're going to be the best team in the entire conference, I'm not saying they're terrible. I'm not saying they're not going to win their division. I'm not even saying they're not going to get the one seed. I would bet them that they are going to get the one seed right now, given where they are in the standings and given that they have the easiest remaining schedule in the league. I think they're going to get it. And the best chance they have of doing anything in the playoffs is the idea that they will get a free pass past the wild card and they'll have home playoff games all the way through. That is the only chance the Titans have of doing anything real in the playoffs. Because again, I am not calling them the best team in the league with that offense. Ryan Tannehill having to bail them out because they don't have the run game they had before, that is not going to work. We have Plenty of sample size on Ryan Tannehill in this league to know he is not a capable quarterback to take you deep in the playoffs. When he is the show, when he is the main guy that everything is running through on the offensive side of the football, you are a playoff team at best. You are not doing anything in terms of winning big if he is the guy you are relying on. And the Titans do not have any other options. If they had Derrick Henry, I would be sitting here telling you, yes, they're the best team in the conference. I hate the fact that they run the ball so much, and I don't think that's going to last very long in the NFL, given how short the shelf life is for running backs. But yes, because of their wins and because they have this elite run game that transcends the era that they play in, They're the best team in the conference. But you have taken away the one thing that makes the Titans special. That's it. All these other teams have the quarterbacks for that. What makes the Bills special? They have the most gifted, the most physically gifted quarterback in NFL history. There has never been a body type like that that can throw the football like that. Josh Allen is the unicorn on the Bills. He is what makes them special. And if you want it, they have the defense. They have the best defense going in football right now. 
four and a half yards per play allowed. That is a full half yard better than second. They are not only the best defense in football, they're the best defense in football by a wide margin. So they have two things that make them special. What makes the Ravens special? Lamar Jackson is the best running quarterback we've ever seen. Oh, and by the way, he is the best quarterback in the league this year from a clean pocket. Look at the numbers, PFF grades, whatever you want to look at. Lamar Jackson from a clean pocket this year is the best passer in the NFL. And he's the best running quarterback of all time. He makes the Ravens special. What makes the Chiefs special when they're playing well? They have maybe the most... I just called Allen the most physically gifted. What do I want to call Mahomes then? He might be the most talented, just overall talented quarterback in NFL history. He's in that conversation. Mahomes makes them special. Even teams like the Steelers, they have one of the best defenses in the league. That makes them special in one regard. How about the Browns? The Browns have Nick Chubb in one of the best run games in the league. That makes them special. What makes the Titans special right now? What is it? Because I just, the defense is too inconsistent. The run game is not there with Derrick Henry gone. And the, it's Ryan Tannehill throwing the football. I mean, I, the best you can do for that is they have one of the best receiver combos in the league when they're fully healthy and they're going strong. But both guys have been banged up all year, and that counts. That matters. And honestly, even when Julio Jones has been on the field, he hasn't been great. Six games played, 21 catches, 336 yards, and zero touchdowns. 56 yards a game, zero touchdowns. He, he, he doesn't make them special this year. The Titans have no quality to them right now that, in my opinion, is better than that of the Buffalo Bills. Their offensive line. That might be it. The Bills have a better passing game than the Titans. Even without Henry, I don't want to give them the run game. But again, the Titans did not look good in the run game this past Sunday. So I'm not sure the Titans are good in that area. The secondary, the Bills are more complete. The pass rush, I would call both teams pretty close. The defense as a whole, the Bills are just so much more consistent. That complete unit, it is the Bills in a blowout. So they wouldn't be number one for me. They wouldn't even be number two for me. In fact, I put them third today. I want to put them lower than that now. I don't know what makes what is supposed to make them special. They are not the best team in this conference. I know we're down on the Bills right now. They just had an embarrassing loss. It was catastrophic. And I know the offensive line looked like garbage. And the run game is on the side of a milk carton. But this team still moves the football. They're eighth in the league in yards. They're fourth in the league in points scored. They need to get better because some of that is inflated by who they've played. They do absolutely need to improve when they're running the football. The downfield passing game needs to come back. The red zone offense needs to improve mightily. And they need more protection for Josh Allen. But they still have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And they currently have the best defense in the league. 
And there is no way you are convincing me that an offense led by Ryan Tannehill and 70-year-old Adrian Peterson and a defense that is allowing 30-plus points more times than not this season is better than the Buffalo Bills. You are not convincing me in a million years that that team is better. 803-0550 is the phone number. The Titans get me fired up too because I hate them. And, man, maybe that ruins my entire entire argument. I tried to stay within the, the realm of logic and, and not that they're just the worst. They're just the worst. Vrabel and, like, the, the whole Taylor Luan. Oh, there's so much about them that I don't like. But I think there are plenty of reasonable ways to look at the Titans right now and think they are not as good as their record. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.